Welcome to the School for Small Business podcast, where small business owners come to learn the keys to running a successful small business on their own terms. We've been in your shoes, scaling from the basement to the boardroom. We understand the highs and lows of entrepreneurship. And the one thing we know, business doesn't have to be hard. Let us make it easy for you. No business degree required. Join us as we unpack what it really takes to have success. The time, the money, and the freedom that you desire, all while having a massive impact on the people you serve. It's okay to want it all. If you've ever referred to yourself as an accidental entrepreneur, this is the podcast for you. We're going to dive into the mindset, the strategy, and everything in between. While you're busy supporting others, let us support you. Hello, and welcome back to the School for Small Business podcast. I'm your host, Stacey Millard. Today, we're going to be chatting a little bit about numbers. I have been working with multiple new clients lately, and I just feel compelled, based on their experience over the last couple of weeks, compelled to share with you what they're going through in their business and the up level that they've got to experience. I know we're all looking to increase our business and feel like we're in control and like feel that flow where it's like fun to come to work, we're making money, we're having impact. It's like, I don't know, I just envision that that version of myself, like walking down a busy street, feeling like a boss and in charge. That's the feeling we're all searching for. And I watch these people light up and feel that when I, we've been working together over the last couple of weeks, I'm like, I need to share this with people. So, you know, before we got started working, I'm going to just give you some inf- like details on these clients, like their stories a little bit without, without giving away who they are or what they do, because of course, everything's confidential in this like financial world. We, we want to keep that close to ourselves. So clients in different industries, one of them was in a position that before working together, they were like, you know what, money's tight. And I've been trying to figure this out for a couple of years. I've been putting my head down. I just keep trying to make more and make more and, and do more sales. And it's like not working. And then sometimes I get manic and I try to cut expenses and I'm like, okay, how do we cut everything back? And then I'm just so busy that I just don't have time to dig myself out of this hole. And I like, you can feel like I'm thinking of the conversation and feeling the tightness in my chest of like how they spoke to me. And I'm like, it's okay. We can figure this out. We can come up with a solid plan that lets you relax a little bit into it so that you can show up well. And another client was in a little bit different position. At that moment, they weren't in the tight cash position, but they were on the roller coaster, the roller coaster of up, down, up, down, those high months where it's like, yes, I'm on top of the world. Look at all these sales. Everything's great. And the next month's like, holy crap, how am I going to pay my bills? And then next month is like on top of the world again. And so they're, they're going through these months. And what I remember them telling me is that it's like, I kept holding on because I knew on a bad month, like, wow, I just had a good month, but I don't know if it's going to happen again, but maybe it will. And then it would. So I'd be like, okay, everything's okay. But then the next month I'd bottom out again. And they're like, I just, I got to get off that roller coaster. Like I can't do this anymore. This is exhausting to me. And so that's where they're like, yeah, it's good this month. But I remember that the month last month wasn't good. And I just, I don't want to do that. Like help me get off this roller coaster. And then the third one is looking at scaling and money's coming in and things are good, but they're like, I don't know if I'm making the right decisions and where this stems from. This is my belief. Okay. Because I've experienced it. I've talked to so many other people who have, and I want to share with you that pattern that I'm seeing. It's this 
level of when we go into business, we have to believe in ourselves, guys. Like every single one of us does. If we believed we would fail, we would never go into business in the first place, right? We would just be like, why would I go to lose and put all that effort and money and, you know, like my heart into this just for it to fail? Like you're not going to do that. You believe you're going to win. But there is a statistic, a failure statistic that's looming over us. 50% of small businesses close within the first couple of years. And with that statistic, it is in the back of our minds. So we believe in ourselves, but it's like you have the, de- you know, the angel and the devil on your shoulder. One, the angel is like, I believe in myself. I think I can do it. And then the devil's there talking to you like, well, can you do it? Like 50% of businesses fail. Like, why would you be any different? Do you have what it takes? And it's almost like this war in the back of our mind. So on the outside, and when we're talking to people, we're very conscious of being like, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to win. And we're taking the steps to do it. But we've got the doubt in the back of our mind. And that's where when we're scaling, it's like, okay, well, you know, money is coming in and revenue is good. And I'm adding people to my team. And we're doing these things and clients and customers are loving it. And you know, everything's going great, except for I'm adding the next next person. And like, what if that's the breaking point? What if then I can't make that payroll or I'm, I'm, you know, signing a lease for this space and like, oh, this is a big step. Like, what happens if I can't pay my rent? And, you know, how does this affect my business? And like, it's, it's this level of doubt of like, what if I don't know something? And that is where I absolutely know that when we bring clarity, the finances and be able to provide you some like, okay, these are what some of these situations could look like and scenarios and let's plan for them. It just changes everything. The common theme amongst all three of these people, whether, you know, business is great and you're scaling or business is not great and you're trying to figure out where their money is or you're in between on that roller coaster is there's this level of doubt. And here's what I know to be absolutely certain is that the people that I work with or that I've met in business who plan financially and put some effort into learning the finances, not learning how to do accounting, not learning how to do bookkeeping. That's a totally different skill, but being able to look at the patterns in your financial data. So let's, let's call this like data analysis to be able to look at the numbers, no different than we're looking at patterns in social media, but be able to do that with the finances. When we have that skill built or we hire somebody who has that skill to help us, we do planning differently and the planning gives us a sense of control, but it also builds a skill in us that when we plan, we start to learn to question ourselves and be a little bit more objective. We learn to say like, okay, well, how will this work? What could this look like? And we, when we ask those questions and we start pulling pieces you know, apart, we make way better plans. I'm not by absolutely... I do not mean we get stuck here. Okay, like that's important. We don't get stuck in the planning. But we put a bit more effort into it. And we think a little bit more clearly on it. And when we do that, our plans are more solid. Now, that's not to say something doesn't go wrong, because the best laid plans never go exactly as you detailed detailed them out. It just doesn't work that way, right? Like, things are changing and variables are changing all the time. You know, we're people, the world is full of people. So something's bound to not work out identical to your plan. But when you have that questioning mindset and that planning mindset of like, okay, how can this work? You make way better, more thought out plans. They're not just gut reactions. You're really taking into consideration everything, 
right? You're not just making a quick decision based on what's in front of you. You're actually saying to yourself, well, is that true? What could this look like? How likely is this to happen? And when you make those decisions based on the kind of the questioning, we just show up as better business owners and we are more likely to weather those storms. So what we talked about so far is like, okay, these people are all on this journey and then they're just not sure there's this level of doubt. They're not sure where they're going. And I, after, you know, way too many years in business have seen this pattern of like what make people successful, what makes people successful is an ability to plan better, especially around cash. You guys have all heard cash is king, having money in your business literally drives business. And so when we're able to do that, it solves problems. And this leads me to talking about how these people felt the minute that they, I could see the recognition in their eyes of like, Oh, I can breathe again. Okay, it's all going to be great. That level of almost like grounding, like instead of feeling frantic in their business or a level of doubt, this like humming, like, oh, I don't know, all the time, it was just this deep exhale, like, okay, now I can, I feel the weight lifted off my shoulders. I can breathe and everything's going to be great. And where that came from is understanding that it doesn't have to be hard. It's like when our our bodies and our minds, when something new is presented to us, when we don't have a skill in an area, we feel this level of like uncertainty and our body doesn't like uncertainty. And then your body kind of reacts in a certain way and then it makes you think a certain way. And so when we're able to show somebody like, hey, this doesn't have to be hard. Let's get you out of that like, you know, loop that you're on about like business. This These finances are hard and it makes this hard and I don't know about it. Now I'm just not going to look at it. And then not looking at it leads to like, oh my gosh, what am I missing? Because I haven't looked at it. And we can get that habit broken and that habit loop broken. We're just like, hey, I can help you. Let me show you what this looks like. It is this level of like, just, yeah, weight off your shoulders. And so some of the key things that really helped this transition happen is number one, working with somebody who's going to make it easy. When you're, if if you don't know, if you're the type of person who loves to learn, then get a course, set aside some time, hold yourself accountable and get a course. If, if you're good at learning that way, if you're not hire somebody to help you, there's solutions out there. One of the things that I've been really big on lately is also a level of like, I'm not a huge fan of courses personally. I, I know I get them and there's some that are amazing, but like, I like to talk to people. I like to then be able to be like, okay, but how does this work for me? And I know that when I'm getting a course, it's because I want to learn from an expert, right? I realize I'm not the expert. I need to learn from somebody who is, but I want to learn from them directly. So one of the things that I'm telling everybody that I talk to is find yourself an expert that gives you time with them. That is why right now, all of my courses include an option to have time with me. It'd be like going to university and never getting to talk to your professor. Like why would you be paying for a university course if you can't talk to a professor? So find yourself somebody who is able to give you that information. Maybe you have a friend or a family member but talk to somebody who is in that teaching mode and is able to make things easy. That's the biggest thing. You want it to be easy. You don't want them to be talking like you're not trying to learn the tax act here. Okay. You're just wanting to learn how to look at your business finances and 
then this level of like, okay, it's all going to be all right. Making yourself a financial system that works for you. Sometimes for when I, in my business, sometimes that's working with people who do their own bookkeeping. They love how little it costs them. They love having the control over the numbers. They make time for it consistently and it feels good. Other times it's like they want to hire their own bookkeeper. They have a family member who does it. They're like, hey, I love working with them to do this. It makes me feel good because I give my family some income because I've, I've given this, passed it off to them. I have access to them. They're around me all the time. I can just like throw these receipts at them and it feels good good. And others are like, I want this. So just like hands off, just tell me the numbers at the end of the month. You need to come up with a system that works for you. The biggest thing though, is seeing it through to the end because the starting point is putting the numbers into a system that gives you a report, right? The starting point is the bookkeeping. That's what bookkeeping does. Puts all the numbers in a system that allows us to then pull a report to get numbers. Think of bookkeeping like you know, Instagram tracks the number of likes. Well, that's what bookkeeping is. It's the tracking. But now we have to do something with the numbers. So your insights on social media tell you then here's the story, right? And even what Instagram provides you as a report, it's like, okay, this is my reach, but that, that doesn't give you a big enough picture. It's like, well, why was your reach that, right? It's the questions that make the difference. So in your financial system, you've got the bookkeeping, then you need to add a level of reporting. Wherever that's coming from, they have to give you numbers and then the numbers have to be usable. And if you don't know what those numbers mean, they then have to go out and seek the knowledge or the help if it's not your strong suit and you're like, hey, I'm never going to be good at this. That's a, that being able to say that in your business is a is an absolute flex. So you go out and you say, Hey, I'm not going to be good at this, but I'm, I know this is going to be a difference maker. And I'm going to find somebody who's going to help me that I know has a return on my investment. Okay. That's like a key here. You can't be paying like $7,000 a month for this unless it's helping you make or save $7,000 a month. So make sure that you're paying something that you and your business are able to have a return on your investment for, and then use it to scale, use it to 10 X your business, use it to make more profit, use it to allow you to sleep better at night, use it to allow you to have a better impact on your customers. Cause you can show up well, cause you're not worried about money. Use it to make good decisions about what your next investment in your business is, which product you're going to invest in, maybe cutting products that are are wasting your time and your money, right? Use those numbers to make solid decisions to help you get further toward closer to your goals, further down the road to success. So that is the story, I guess, of how I, you know, what I'm really seeing with my customers, what I'm seeing with them onboarding, how I'm seeing them feel that relief. And every single one of them, this is a consistent pattern. Every single one of them afterwards was like, I didn't realize it could be this easy. I had no idea that working with someone could be this easy. I thought it was going to take a lot of my time and my energy and my effort. I had no idea that I could get this kind of information and make these kinds of decisions and it wasn't going to add to my plate. And so I guess if I had one last message to you, it'd be that it doesn't have to be hard and it doesn't have to add a ton of work to you. And there is absolutely a benefit. And with knowing that, now that I'm telling you, guys, it doesn't have to be hard. I hope that means that you take action on this faster because I know it will have an impact on your business and it will make things easier for you. Okay, that's all for today. Thanks for listening. I can't wait to catch you next time. 
Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the School for Small Business podcast. That's right. I'm saying thank you because I believe so heavily in small businesses and how they are the backbone of our community. And I am so grateful that you are taking the steps to make sure that your small business is here for the long run, supporting your family and your community. And I just love it. If you found any nuggets from this episode that were helpful to you, I want to ask you a favor. I want to ask that you share them with a friend because if you found them helpful, somebody else will as well. And it's that concept of the rising tide raises all ships. So please go ahead and share with a friend, whether it's on social, maybe you're sending them an email the old school way. I don't know. You want to send a letter, but any way you want to share, I would just be eternally grateful. And as always, like, please just shoot me a DM on Instagram. I love to chat with small business owners. 